Is that a breakup? I think we have a situation right here. Hello? Yo, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? How you doing? Great, thanks. How are you doing? Doing exceptionally well, thanks. Man, I'm super excited about this because we've been arranging to do this for a couple of months. I think we go back Tell as far as... Tell me about it. Yeah, I think January, if I remember. That's correct. Yeah, I've been, we've been arranging this since January. have been waiting for your call, but so happy that you finally got through now. How are oh, you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. Thank you very much. One of the things that's uh, important here is that we keep you anonymous. So I have a name that I've picked out for you that I'll give you in a couple of seconds. And one of the reasons as well why this podcast is doing so well is that there's a lesson that people learn from the experience you're going to share today. Wow. So I'm going to ask you what those lesson or lessons are in a couple of seconds as well. And for anybody who's listening to this podcast for the first time, um, we talk about breakup stories that people would like to talk about with a view for you to pick up lessons that you could take away from the episode. So first things first, the name that I've given you. Now, I've um, gone over to Botswana. Your name is a Botswana name. And the name is actually Tsepo. I love the name Tsepo. Tsepo, good name. Good name. And Tsepo actually means trust. Wow. And I don't know whether in your situation there was a trust issue either on your part or on the part of the lady you're going to talk about. Wow. Well, there's a total violation of trust on mm. both sides, I guess. But trust was definitely one, not one of the things we had. We did not have any trust especially when the fallout came. So Tsepo is a good name. It reminds me of everything that went wrong. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay, and uh, what name are you going to give the lady you're going to talk about today? I'm going to go with the name Jezebel. Jezebel? Yeah, I'll go with the name Jezebel. <laughs> as, in, as in the biblical Jezebel? The biblical bad, oh bad Jezebel. That's the name oh, my goodness. You, I mean, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? Because that name is associated with being shameless and uh, a woman who's morally unrestrained. I believe that is the name befitting the situation right now because if I had to describe oh the whole situation, there was no morals in the whole situation. And um, yeah, you're going to hear about it in a short couple of seconds, I guess. That is crazy. Okay, so what lesson would you like people who are listening to this podcast to learn from your experience? It doesn't have to be one. It could be more if they're more, but what's the main lesson you'd like people to learn? The main lesson that I'd like people to learn is that I really think it's better that I love you comes before the sex and then the sex comes after the I love you because if you have it like in my situation where the sex came first and then the I love you's got born out of the sex, it's going to be bad. So try not to quickly run into sex and try and love each other, know each other. Because when you've got sex as the foundation of your relationship, oh, man, you get Jezebel right there. <laughs> uh, sorry, I didn't mean to laugh, but the way that came out was actually quite hilarious. That's all right. That's, all right. <laughs> That's totally all right. Okay, so the first thing is that um, make sure that love comes before the sex. Because if sex comes before love, it's just going to be trouble. It's going to be a lot of trouble. It's going to be a lot okay. of trouble. Wow. Okay. So, um, I'm I'm quite keen to get into this um this one. What what attracted you to Jezebel in the first place? Oh well, um, it was she was bootylicious, tittylicious. She was very delicious. <laughs> oh wow, that's every ishes they could be in the book. Every ishes. Yeah, we had all those ishes going on. 
excluding yeah. suspicious, which I should have seen, but um, <laughs> I believe uh, this is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you yeah, said yeah. she was bootylicious, she was titillicious, uh, and she was overall, also sus- overall delicious. Overall delicious, but you didn't see that she was suspicious. No, she was right. suspicious. I should have been a lot more cautious with that. I tell you, it was crazy. Okay. So where did you guys meet? Uh, we met during a street attack, right in the streets, right on the road. You see, man, my boys always used to have our Sunday drives where we would actually, you know, be looking for some uh, cherry on the road. And that's where I met her. Yeah, it was right in the road, right off the road. My neighborhood during a Sunday street attack, would call it. Okay. Yeah, so I saw her. Mm-hmm. We went up to her, asked her if she was cool for some drinks. And uh, she was really cool. Mm-hmm. In an hour, we met up for drinks and uh, we kicked it right from there. Mm-hmm. Then we began with uh, what we shouldn't have begun with. And wait a second, wait, 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 wait. When you say you began with what you shouldn't have began with, did you guys have sex the very first day you met? Like two hours after we met, she had to shower. <laughs> and I also had to go back home and shower, stock up on the drinks. And when she came, we had a drink or two, and uh, yeah, very bad thing. That should not happen. Okay, so first question before we go too far. Do you think you guys had sex because you're both drunk? Did you get drunk? Is it because, is it the alcohol that made you have sex so quickly? I think we got sexually attracted to each other. So, you know, looking at it in retrospect, I just think both of us, we do have sex and um, we got attracted sexually to each other. This one here is definitely not at the drinks. We had barely finished our first, second drinks were still very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is nuts. Okay, so it wasn't the drinks, but you guys just genuinely had very high sexual attraction to each other from from, from the get-go. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Go on, continue. Yeah. So, um, you know, we've had our drinks. I found out I really liked her. She was really intelligent. It's just going into varsity and... Uh, these are signs also I should have picked up. She was studying for acting. So she was a natural actor. I, she had me fooled. She had me fooled. Wow. So, I mean, I wouldn't be too quick to associate the acting with how she was with you. I mean, from, from the sound of things, she was genuinely sexually attracted to you. And that wasn't an act. That wasn't an act. We really enjoyed that. We, mm-hmm. they, we couldn't get away from each other. But... When I also look at it, there was no love in it at all. As the story will tell as we go on, mm-hmm. there was no love at all. So we got going and, uh, you know, because of this crazy attraction we had for each other, we managed to get pregnant. Oh, she got pregnant? Yeah, she got pregnant. Unfortunately, she had a type of pregnancy that's called an ectopic pregnancy. Mm-hmm. That's when you've got the kid developing in the fallopian tube and so the pregnancy wasn't viable. Okay. That was a traumatic time, a really traumatic time because we had to go to a lot of doctors. She actually had to get an operation because of that pregnancy. So. And how far in was this? I mean, you guys obviously got going within two hours, but at what point yeah. was this? How long had you guys been together when she fell pregnant? We'd been together like two years now. Two years? Yeah, two years. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, the love came after. But when I look at it, uh, it should have been the other way around. Yeah, we'd been going on for like two years. She met most of my family. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they knew her. They knew her. she was an actor. She has really bubbly personality. We don't mm-hmm. take anything away from her. She's an amazing person. But um, situations happened how they happened. So uh, two years into our relationship, we got pregnant, ectopic pregnancy. It wasn't viable, so she obviously had to um, get operated on. Mm-hmm. She got operated on successfully. And, uh, you know, I'd visit her in hospital. You know, I cried a lot. When she was in hospital, I cried in bed. My baby was in bed. You know, Jezebel was everything to me. So so hold up a sec. At what point would you say you actually fell in love with this woman? Well, from my point, it was, I believe, around about the first day as well. First, second day, you know. First day. You know, there was a ton of emotion that hit me at the same time. I'm sexually attracted to this person. I see she's wow. intelligent. I actually really love this person. Hmm. Did you ever tell her that you loved her within that period? All the or time. Pre- all the time. And would she say it back to you? Yes, she would. Okay. Yes, she would. Yes, all she right. would. So, 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 yeah, she's in hospital and you're home. You're crying, obviously, because you're deeply in love with her and the baby's not there anymore. Exactly. Hmm. So what then happens is she got better. Thankfully, she pulled through really, really great. She recovered, I think, in about a month, about four weeks. She was back to normal. And, you know, it's about that point that I realized that things were not so, so, so much the same. You know, we'd just gone through a traumatic experience. And um, when she's supposed to be needing me the most, I felt very unwanted. She wouldn't pick up my calls anymore. She wouldn't talk to me. I even told her the last time, Kuti, hey, look, if you're going to be like this, then um, I don't think we can continue a relationship. And you know what she said? What did she say? She said, okay. Oh. So it really bugged me. I was like, come on, you just went out of a really terrible situation. We just lost a baby. I'm talking to you that I really need to see you more and be there for you. And you look like you don't need me at all. She didn't need me at all. That's when the roller coaster of terrible emotions came in. Mm -hmm. I'd call her late at night. She wouldn't answer my call. And then this is the worst part of it. You know how people say love is blind and things like that. Mm. I actually saw a profile picture of her kissing someone on her Mm. phone. That was WhatsApp. But I was so confused by the situation, I actually thought that was me in the picture. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh, but surely you, know what you, surely you know what you look like. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I was so confused. I had no idea. Okay, she had all these effects on the picture and everything. And yeah. I guess she's attracted to guys that look like me. So yeah. I blindingly didn't see it. That it wasn't me. I was totally smitten. I was blinded by love, as they had said. And this is on her WhatsApp profile picture. WhatsApp profile picture after the terrible operation that we've just had. Mm. And he's kicking it with some guy at school. Wow. Triple became a very bad guy. She wouldn't pick up my call. I'd call her, you know, I'd try and get back to her. I approached Jezebel and I was like, Jezebel, Look, the way you're acting, especially after what we went through, I don't see the love I'm supposed to be getting back from you. And Mm. if I carry on don't getting that love from you, I'm soon going to lose interest in this whole thing. You know, these questions that we ask just to make sure we get the girls back on check. Mm. And surprisingly, she was like, okay, 
So that was crazy for me. That was crazy for me. So I then investigated the picture a little more. You know, mm. you should never look for things too deep. And I looked at the picture and then I really realized that wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. I invited her over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, luckily she came and we spoke about it. And then that's when it got crazy. I literally grabbed her phone from her and went through the phone. I wish I'd never taken that phone. Mm. Okay. I saw crazy things in there I've never seen before. She was kicking it with some master student at school. She was desperate to see this guy, you know, and she had just come from hospital. I just paid these huge bills. Of course, I had to pay the bills, but I really expected her to be more in love with me after that we had, but she was totally out of love with me. So it really, really, really hurt me. It really hurt me. Hence, um, the next part of actions, which I took, you know, mm. I got so mad and so angry at her. I, um, I got so crazy. It got crazy. She had to call the cops on me. I was taken to the police it 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 you you kind of withheld there a little bit obviously yeah. because whatever it is that happened was, was very heavy on you yeah it was it was it was it was quite intense it was but quite that's intense. why it's so but that's why it's okay to talk here so i'm going to probe and ask you so what happened after i grabbed her phone from her with a little bit of force i saw i saw videos of her with a new boyfriend not that this matters or anything, but it just goes to go how deep it was. This is a phone I'd just gotten for, a very new phone, and she was recording. She was literally recording porn with this other guy in the other phone. So, um, so she was, was recording. So she was recording sexual acts she was having with this guy. With this guy at the same time. I'm reading the chats also because I, I really had to understand why. And and it also draws me to another lesson. Sorry, I'll just bring it. When you're in a relationship and it feels like it's different, it probably is different already. Mm. Those are little signs that you need to look out for, which I totally ignored. Mm. She would never not pick up my phone call, but this time she would go and not pick up my phone call. The one-word responses were coming in. Okay, yes, no, bye. Mm. So... Those are little things that you need to pick up on in a relationship. When yeah. it's different, when the way she looks at you is different, it totally is different. So this is what really I was holding back on. She reported me to the police mm. because of how I'd taken the phone from her. You know, okay. I really didn't think she would go that far and actually take me to the police, but she did. So it was, it was, it was quite a traumatic experience for me to witness someone I'd loved so much, someone we had gone through such a difficult situation in, just totally turn into something else. I have to say, I I mean, I have to say, given the amount of time that she switched so quickly, I mean, she comes out of hospital and then already she's got another guy. Doesn't sound to me like this guy came out of nowhere. He must have been in the picture from before. I believe... Round about the time when I started noticing her act differently, mm. that's when it happened. But, you know, there was such a short delay. That's why it came up. It, it, it came on me really hard. She had been in hospital for a really short time. I quizzed myself a lot. She got me looking at the mirror 24-7. What is wrong with me? Why won't she call me anymore? And then there's this guy here who's come and 
there's barely been no time at all yeah. since she got into hospital and we're all lovey-dovey and uh, she's out of hospital and she's running serious game on me. So I it was... Question, I have a question for you whilst you run that. How confident are you that you are actually the father of that baby? 100%. How are you 100% when she moved on so quickly from you at that point? Because, because, because for me, looking from the outside, it feels like this guy was in the picture at the same time that you were in the picture. And I think there's a really good possibility that he might have been the one responsible for that pregnancy in the same way that, think you, that, that you think you might have been responsible for it. Because the speed with which she moved from the operation to then openly displaying that she's with someone else is just a little too quick for me to think that this guy came out of nowhere. True. Had you ever thought about, had you ever thought about that? You know, um, I thought about it, mm -hmm. but you know, she did a lot of bad things to me and she was really Jezebel and all that, but that's not one I am willing to throw on her. I mm -hmm. really believe it was mine during the pregnancy. We were so close during the whole ordeal. She would come home. She was she was in bad shape. She was vomiting yeah. prior to, because you know how we actually found out that she was pregnant. She fell sick. She was vomiting a lot. A lot of people do that, but she had this crazy pain in her abdomen. So you know during that whole time, it 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 really just flipped unbelievably after the operation. So mm -hmm. you know I have spoken to her about it before. Afterwards, I mean. Mm -hmm. about the whole thing and she did tell me that um the whole ordeal took her out of love which is something that i really respect but what i believe to be more of a lesson to me is we got into the relationship because of sex so if i were to blame something i just believe probably my sex wasn't good enough no more so she just decided to move on. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. But I'm going to bring it back. So she's now uh, explaining to you, she's reported you to the police that this is what's happening. Uh, so th did the police take you away? They did take me away. They did take mm. me away. But she was also kind enough to ask them to let me go. She just didn't want me harassing her anymore because I, came ve I became very vindictive. Mm. I... I, I, I totally started um, abusing her. I'd say I'd have her come to check in at my house at one o'clock to punish her for catching her. I had to write a book about how she was being so nasty to me when all this started. You know, I was really, really, I, I took it to another level. So, you know, being vindictive when you're in a relationship, these are give and take things. You have to learn when someone is out of love, they're out of love. You do not... I, I literally turned into a stalker. I would mm. call her when she was at school. I'd tell her to leave class and come and do her daily journals about how she had abused me, how I was abusing her now at the time. So it was, it was crazy. So the whole situation taught me to master your feelings. Do not be vindictive. Learn to identify when you're out of love and get into love because of the correct things. Don't do things and then get into love. So, mm. yeah, so, you where, know, we're friends. 
Mm-hmm. When you when you when you found out about this guy and then the police came, what did she do? Did she go back to him? What was their situation? Were they actually an item or they were just a fling? Uh, she went back to him. She went back to him for some time. You know, talking about it now, she tells me how he used to get her to wash the pots and do crazy stuff. You know, I've learned, but their relationship did progress for a little bit. A she, little bit being how long? I think they were on for seven months. That's not a little bit. Compared to my two years, it's a little bit. Okay. So so in this time, had you guys broken up or you were still trying to understand what had happened and you, you're still trying to get back with her? I like how you ask your questions because I think you have got an idea how these stories go. You know, during this time, I also <laughs> had to smack back at the guy. You know what I mean? This guy had uh, taken my thing. So yeah, during the time, we tried to get back together which also brings me to the conclusion that i just think she found better sex so we tried to have sex and uh we tried to get it going again mm-hmm. we tried to see if there was a connection but there was no connection no more it was gone it was gone and then so so that's what persuaded you that okay it's because maybe your sex had uh, declined or it wasn't hitting the spot in the same way it was with this new guy probably I believe that but also on my end she wasn't hitting my spot the same way anymore yeah but um, yeah you had things on your mind isn't it that's what it was so so I had things on my mind and um, we tried we we really tried to work it out but it didn't work out didn't Mm. work out did it work out with her and the other guy for for about seven months because right Mm. now she's not with them anymore Oh, really? She's a really cool guy, really, really cool guy where she is now. He's a nice guy. I talked to them both. You talked well. to them both? Yeah, I talked uh, to them The too. boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, need, I need to understand how this is. Why are you talking to a boyfriend for? Well, uh, she remained my friend. She, We actually made up friendship-wise and, you know... I believe sometime in life, if I meet up with her again, she's just a little far from me now. She's all the way in South Africa. Mm-hmm. I'm in Zimbabwe. So I believe in this. If we met again, something might spark up, but we're friends. We are now friends just like that. So the whole time that you're talking about this, you did not mention friendship at all. And so it doesn't feel to me like friendship was ever really an important part of your relationship. One, it was sex. You guys did your sex thing, you got a really good connection, and then the pregnancy thing came, uh, and love was also involved in there. But it doesn't sound like there was a friendship at the core of any of your activities. So why is friendship coming up now? What are you really trying to look for? Probably what what I'm looking for is she had um, one of the greatest personalities I've ever known, probably one of the most intelligent girls I'll ever know in my life. She had a spot where that was really, really, really dope. I liked how she spoke. You know, even when I talk now, I ask about stuff that goes on in my life. I ask about relationships. She recommends who I should go out with, who I shouldn't go out with. She, wow. She, it's, it's, it's crazy how it happened. But we remained friends. At the end of the day, we just both forgave each other and let it go. We saw it as a learning period in our lives. Mm-hmm. She learned something really big from the relationship. I learned something really, really big from the relationship as well. And she went through quite a lot, you know, biologically. 
the operation really taxing on her. So I still believe I've got parts in her life that I can be there for her. For mm-hmm. you get mm-hmm. what I mean. So, hence the friendship came up. We are really good friends. I, I actually call her my bestie. She's like my bestie. I suspect you are making up for something that you didn't have. And this is your one opportunity to do so without being emotionally hurt. Because, uh, like, like I mentioned earlier, I still don't feel you guys were friends. You guys were definitely sexually attracted to each other. Um, you fell in love, but you didn't have friendship at the core of who you guys were. And I feel like this is you guys working backwards to say, okay, maybe let's take a step back and get the foundation okay. Because if the foundation is okay, then everything else falls in place. Which is why you say that if you were to meet her again, there's a possibility that you guys will really get on like a house on fire because now your friendship is one of the foundations of why you guys are connected. And I would so love something like that. I believe, mm. yeah, we are working back and, and I take nothing from what you're saying. Uh, and looking at it, our relationship really didn't have much friendship mm. because we'd go to the lake I don't even know what she liked eating. I don't even know what her favorite color was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know that she had an assortment of blue, green, pink <laughs> underwear, but mm. I've got no idea what she really liked. I'm really learning what she likes now. Mm. She, she, she's an artist. She, hey, it's crazy. I knew we were not friends. We yeah. were definitely not friends. We didn't know each other that well. Mm. We just wanted each other that much. So would you say that um, having friendship as a foundation for a relationship is another lesson that people should should learn and try and strive for? I believe so. That is that is something I'm actually taking away from this call today. Mm. It's, 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 it's a great lesson which I hadn't thought about, but looking at the situation, listening to you speak right now, and mm. thinking about it again, friendship should be the foundation of any relationship. Mm. Become friends first. Get to know each other. Get to really like each other. Know what you all like. Know what everybody likes. And then your relationship could be good. If I take nothing from that, I take nothing from that. Friendship should come first. So what do you and her boyfriend talk about? Well, he comes from an area that I live in. Mm-hmm. He comes from an area that I live in. So... My family in the area is quite popular as well. So he asked me if I knew a couple of people that he mentioned. And apparently they're my brothers. So he used to play. There's a lot of gambling and cars that used to happen in my place. Mm -hmm. So while he was here in Zimbabwe, they used to play there a lot. And asked uh, one of my older brothers about him. And they actually know him. So we speak about home. That, that that's a really 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 strange situation that you have going on there. Um, I can only imagine what's really going through your mind whilst you're dealing with the situation. But it feels to me like this is a coping mechanism. Um, that the whole thing threw you south so much, you lost track of who you were. Mm. And these feel to me like these are attempts for you to try and establish and you know get yourself back on your feet. Exactly. You know, some form of self healing. Um, and remember, you did say that she kind of turned into a stalker. Exactly. A stalker is somebody who wants to be very close to the situation mm. so that nothing ever catches them off guard anymore. Mm. And maybe that's the reason why you're really good friends with this, um, with this guy, you know, the boyfriend. Because if you know what kind of person he is, 
and you know what kind of person she is, it keeps you closer to the ground and you don't get any situations hitting you out of nowhere again. So a lot of this stuff is feeling like defense mechanisms just to protect your heart from some more heartache. If So my question to you is, have you healed from the breakup? I tell myself that I have healed from it. What's just crazy is how much I think about it all the time. And um, I'm always wishing it could have worked differently. I believe I did get over it. And given another chance, we did try to mend things. But I'd really like another shot at her. One more shot and see if that would work. I would really like to see if I could get back with her again. She's an amazing person. She's a really amazing person. And I think I fixed the little areas which I should have really dealt with. What are those? While I was with me. What are those? Ah. <laughs> yeah. While I was with her, I wasn't mm. uh, earning any money. That's a very, very bad thing. I was living off inheritance and things mm. like that. So I think she actually, I don't think actually, no, she didn't like that about anything. Mm-hmm. She didn't like me having to wait on rentals and not getting up and getting my own groove going on. So that's something I fixed. I don't know if I could get another side offer as well after she has realized Kuti, I have added a little bit of that. But yeah, all these are coping mechanisms. Given the chance to get back with her, I'll definitely do that. And um, I really like that now. Mm-hmm. but it's not something that I will look for so much. So since that breakup, have you been able to get into another steady relationship? Yes, I have. I have had another three, four-year four year relationship after that. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I just have not had so much excitement about it as I had with Jezebel. Oh, Jezebel is a total... Uh, corrupter of the brain. <laughs> corrupter of the brain. <laughs> well, there's a saying that um, that goes, you only love once. Do you feel like Jezebel is that one person who you really loved once and everybody else is never going to be the same? I believe so. Hmm. She, I really, you only love once. If that thing is true, then I probably think it is true. Then I, actually, that's a true saying. It's yeah. really true. You only ever love once. I've not, I've not connected with these people like that. I often find myself, I actually often found myself saying, hey, Jezebel would have done this that way. Mm. To, and that is totally messed up. I actually went out of my other relationship because I kept referring so much to Jezebel. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so if I had another chance to love her once again, yeah. that probably is my only love once. Now, um, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a shrink, I can't give advice and all of that stuff, but you still feel very heavy in your, in your voice, in your tone when you talk about this woman. Um, purely because I think of the love that you had for her and what you got back in turn. It's such a mismatch, it's such a disparity. You actually don't know how you're going to deal with this. Um, and perhaps you're thinking that having another shot of it could fix it. But then remember that she felt very different as a person. 
And when you asked her questions that you wanted answers to, she just said, okay. When you said, I'm going to leave this relationship if you don't come right, she just said, okay. You know, it feels like she left you a long time ago. And maybe it's time that you need to let her go too. Because what that will do for you, it will allow you to move on and possibly find somebody who you could love as much as you loved her, if not even more. But I think it's important for you to leave her. I think so. I, 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 you think I've not left her yet. Well, this is the feeling station. So I think asking hows is totally in place. Yeah, letting go of people like that and things like that is really not easy. Mm. It's, it's, it's really not easy. I don't even think I've ever thought about letting go. I think it's important for you because but what you're doing, playing so closely to a boyfriend, cannot be okay with him. Does he know that you're an ex? Or he just thinks you're a friend? I think so. I, I don't know. I've got no clue. I've got no clue. But he probably knows I'm an ex. Hmm. Okay. That's just how open she is. That's, that's just who she is. But, you know, I hear you. I really need to let go. I probably had lied to myself a bit that I let go. While I still haven't let go, I still think of her a lot. I talk to her quite a lot. Mm -hmm. If I did let go, then maybe that just might happen. So um, if you were to lose her number immediately, like somebody deleted it and you wouldn't have it anymore, what would that do to you? That would probably be the letting go. Okay. Is that something you would consider doing? Yeah, I just might. I just might consider doing that. I just might consider doing that. But then that would mean I totally have to unfriend on Facebook as well. Yeah, completely. Yeah, I just might consider doing that. That just might That just might work out well. Okay. But what might be the times when she looks for me? The, uh, you, 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 you probably need to block her. Wow. But... Um, if I was in your situation, uh, and again, I'm not really want to give advice on this um, forum, but really just probe and ask questions. But if I was in your shoes, one of the things that I would do is just have a really open and candid conversation with her. Because closure is important. It's, it's important to you and it's important to her. Mm. And just tell her, look, I've been trying to come to terms with the fact that we're no longer together and I'm having a lot of difficulty. And I find myself still stalking you, even though I'm not being as harsh as I was before. Mm. But I feel it's important for me to move away from the situation. And before I do that, I wanted to say thank you for the time that I had with you. Thank you for the good uh, things that you made me feel. And I hope you felt the same. But I think it's time for me to move on. For my own good. And possibly for the own good of your own relationship with whoever you're with. So, so from this day on, I'm not going to communicate with you. And I need to block you on all social media platforms. And I wish you nothing but the best. And then just wait for her to respond, hear what she has to say, lock it off, and get moving on. That sounds like a very clever way to deal with it. You, 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 you come across as a guy who has a lot of love to give. But more importantly, I think you need to give yourself a whole lot more love than you have been doing. Hmm, yeah, that is. Because once you're able to do that and once you put yourself in a position where you love yourself enough, to let go of others who you feel you need to depend on for love, then you can only become a greater man and a bigger person. Yeah, that sounds like a bigger person to me right there. So, yeah, you know, just whilst I'm wrapping up this, um, this particular episode of The Feeling Station, um, this, is, this is a bit of a weird one for me because I'm coming off the phone feeling as if 
once I turn off the microphone, I need to have a further conversation just to dig a little deeper because you really do feel heavy. And for anybody who's listening to this um, conversation, two real major important lessons have come out. The first one being, if if you're in love with someone, make sure that love is at the foundation and not sex. Because if sex is the basis for everything, a lot of things become clouded, judgment becomes clouded, and you fail to see red flags that could be telling you something ain't right. Exactly. And if within the relationship things start feeling different, they probably are different. Mm. Acknowledge that difference, attack that difference if you can, and if it's a good point to let go, let go. If it's a good point to fix it, fix it and keep moving on. And then I think one lesson that didn't come out at the beginning but we inferred it towards the end is that it's important for you to be friends with the person that you're involved with before you go in too far. Very important. Because if you're friends, again, it helps you with that chemistry. It helps you with understanding who they are. It helps you understand things clearly without seeing them in a blur, the blur that sex can give you. Mm. And um, for Tsepo right here, um, again, whose name means trust, I think you need to start trusting in yourself a little more. Mm, Thank you. Have a little more confidence in yourself. Have a little more confidence in the love that somebody has outside of this Jezebel situation that you're currently in. Wow. Yeah. And I think and I think what would be nice as well would be to uh, to touch base with you after you do have that conversation, if you do feel that it's important for you to let go and disconnect with her. That'll be good. That'll be excellent. Would love to do Yeah. So, so, so keep this line open. Uh, I'll be giving you a shout possibly towards episode 30 just to check on you and find out how your situation with Jezebel has gone. That'll be good. That'll be great. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, you've been listening to another lockdown episode of The Feeling Station, um, and I hope to catch you in the next episode. Remember to stay safe out there and have a good week. Peace. Sati's on Daru Raini and Chagis. Tell me what you're feeling. Now that it's over. Sati's on Daru Raini and Chagis. Let me talk about my feelings. Talk about my feelings, yeah. Rudoy motor, no talk with you, Zero, am I? Rudoy motor, no talk with you, Zero, am I?